The live farm show is back on, but what can you expect? Yep, we're talking about the Farm Progress Show and Husker Harvest Days. Welcome to Around Farm Progress, a weekly podcast that looks at agriculture issues across the country. I'm Willie Vogt, your host and editorial director for Farm Progress. Two of the largest outdoor farm shows in the country return after a pandemic break last year, and we caught up with Matt Youngman, events manager for Farm Progress, to get the lowdown. We also discussed an idea neither Matt nor I had considered before. We've made big changes at these show sites, and if you haven't been in a while, well, it might be time to return. And after the break, as I like to call it, what will farmers see? Short answer, plenty. Let's check in with Matt. Matt, welcome to Around Farm Progress. Glad to be with you, Willie. Glad to be with you in person. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. We are here uh, recording this week at the Farm Futures Business Summit. Got a chance to catch up with Matt Youngman and wanted to talk about the Farm Progress Show. And I guess the first thing I'm going to ask is a question a lot of farmers ask me. Matt, how does the corn look? The corn looks great. Whether you're talking about Decatur or you're talking about uh, Husker Harvest Days in Grand Island, the, the corn looks great. You know, compared to 2019, which is the last time we all did this in person, the, the spring of 19 was just terrible at, at both sites. And this spring, we got a nice window. Everything went in in good condition and uh, you know the most of the Midwest is pretty dry Decatur's gotten a couple of rains that other places haven't uh, you know in Grand Island they turn on the rain with a flick of the switch so everything's coming along real well you know you talk about uh, demonstration corn we've also got demonstration alfalfa in Grand Island uh, Jason took off the first cutting of that and it did I think he said it did 2.4 tons per acre and it was just beautiful it laid down perfectly great weather got the first cutting up David Bricks does the parking lots, and that hay looked amazing. I saw that right before he cut it. And so everything is, you know, everything is as good as it can be right now in terms of, of being able to have demonstrations and good parking lots and everything being real solid, uh, you know, going into the shows. So the next question is, will there be some exhibitors there? I mean, the exhibitors were a little nervous about the pandemic last year, obviously, but what's the sign up like and what's the interest like? You know, that's a that's a great question, and it's been. I guess I would I would summarize it as normal but slow. So there have been a lot of people that that have have kind of been standing off to the sidelines, waiting to see what happens, and that's so that has slowed down our ability to lay out the show site because some of these were anchor folks that we wanted to make sure we save space for. But you know, about two weeks ago, three weeks ago, everything kind of the switch flipped, and everybody said, "Yep, we're coming, we're good." And the only thing left, the only folks still standing on the outside looking in are a few overseas companies or foreign companies that are just not sure that they're going to be able to be here. And they don't have enough U.S. distribution to put on an exhibit without overseas folks coming to do it. So, you know, other than some overseas things, everything is moving forward as planned. And and when I say as planned, there are a lot of mergers and things that have taken shape and, and kind of gelled on the show site. The merger has gelled, you know, so, so Corteva and Pioneer are together and Bayer and Monsanto are together. And so that's made for a little bit of churn on the show site. So the map's going to look different when you look at the, at the 21 Farm Progress show map versus the 19. We like variety, though. I think that's important. But that brings up an interesting question. I was in a conversation with somebody, and they were talking to a farmer said, oh, I haven't been to the Farm Progress show in 10 years. And I thought to myself... 
when I went to the Farm Progress Show 10 years ago and then I went in 2019, that was a radically different experience. Let's characterize that for someone who's kind of been on the fence about going in the last few years, why they should come. Well, you know, there's been, just like agriculture, they don't farm the way they did 10 years ago either. So the Farm Progress Show is completely different. The the field demos are completely different. You know, we're going to have, I, I'd say, the big landmark change even from 19 to 21, let alone 10 years ago, is that you have a lot more autonomy in place, in the market, ready to market, ready to show to farmers that's going to be actually running out in the field. And, you know, I, you and I have been doing this for a long time. And, and the example that I use is that when I first started doing this in the mid-90s, auto steer was really not a thing that was, that was widely adopted. It still felt a little bit like Star Wars and science fiction. And now, you know, on our farm, if the auto steer goes down, we're done. We're, we're too lazy to actually steer a tractor now. And, and, and I think the adoption of, of autonomy will be like that. And, and the place that you go see the latest cutting edge, bleeding edge things is at the Farm Progress Show. So it's not like you're going to get in the cab and experience autonomy. You're going to stand off to the side and experience autonomy, but watch it happen and, and try to begin to, you know, you, you, to, to adopt it, you would first have to get a vision of how it would even look on your farm. And this is going to be the place to do that. Well, and we'll have the right people there to discuss it, too, because one of the things that I like to remind everyone about the Farm Progress Show and Husker Harvest Days is these are, on the whole, corporate shows. So if you're talking to an engineer in the stand, it may be the guy who helped design that piece of equipment. And the neat thing about the autonomy companies, and we'll take Raven as an example, they're going to have their full team on site because they've got a lot to talk about with their new Omni platform, Omni Power, Omni Drive, all those things. And they can explain to you how these tools can be deployed on your farm. And I think that's pretty exciting, but that's true of everybody that's there. Well, that's exactly right. And when you talk about Raven and Omni, you know, they've got enough of them out there that they can actually talk about, okay, we've got a farmer and so-and-so that, that is, and this is how they're, they're, they're using it in their operation. And, and this is how it's working. You know, you asked a question about how is the show different if you haven't been there in 10 years and, and everything we're talking about here is farm progress show and Husker harvest right. days. You know, if you haven't been to Husker, especially if you haven't been to Husker harvest days since 2018, you have to go to Husker because it is it is literally completely different. We rebuilt the show site. Um, it, it's a complete remodel. Imagine having a 40-year-old house and still trying to live in it exactly the way it was 40 years ago. That's what we were trying to do. And, and so new electrical grid, new power distribution, new Internet, new uh, storm sewer drainage, paved roads, you know, parking lot lanes are, have, have gravel. Everything is completely different there. And and, and it's just like your farm 10 years ago, if you look back on it, it's, it's a completely different show in both locations. Yeah, I'm, I don't miss the humped roads of Husker Harvest Days and the ditches I had to cross. It's interesting, when they made the change, I noted there was a pile of the old bridges out on the side to be discarded from the site when I was there when it was first that redesigned uh, Jason Libby and I had a good laugh over that because a lot of guys invested a lot in those bridges there were some pretty nice ones there, there were and and you know Roger doesn't love to throw anything away so Roger's still got a good collection of bridges trying to figure out some some and, and he's got a great engineering mind he will come up with a really cool solution with what to do to recycle all those bridges well they're pretty nice but and we don't have to have bridges at Decatur I mean at De, yeah Decatur so when we talk about that show though uh, we've been on that site since 2005 um it's grown in its own way uh, the companies have made significant investments in their spaces we are a little variety this year because of the pandemic did anybody build anything this year well so there is one company it's not completely locked down on whether they're going to get it built for this show or not okay. that inside the grid but the cool building that's happening yeah. at the show site is the fbi q lift system you know if you if you've never heard of that 
FBI is a building, a building company, a, a pole building company out of Indiana, and they're going to demonstrate their Q-lift system where they build the roof on the ground. They, they lay down I-beams and some hydraulic cylinders and build the roof so that the folks that are constructing it, even the subcontractors, can build the roof safely, never be 20 feet in the air doing it. They can put the gutters on. They can wire it. They can put hang the fans, do all the things that need to happen. They can insulate it. They can do all the things that need to happen on the ground. And then they hook up hydraulic cylinders to an on-site forklift that they have there anyway and jack the thing up with the, with the walls swinging into place. That sounds crazy, and the cool thing is you're going to get to see that building at the Farm Progress Show site go up and down and up and down all day. They're going to just jack it up and put it back down so that you can see how this how this works. And an extension to this cool thing is that what you're watching get built is the future ag shop for the Richland Community College Ag Program. So it you know it's a really cool partnership between our host host Richland and one of our exhibitors, FBI, and us being able to promote it and get people there. It's, you know, there's, whether you go to Husker or Farm Progress, there's always half a dozen things that you're, you know, you don't want to miss. And this is one of those things that you don't want to miss. You want to see that building go up and, and, and the, the walls swing into place. Yeah, there was a funny story about that building. We had seen an ad for that, and I, and I had heard about it, but I didn't know much about it, and connected with Tom Beckman, our editor of Indiana Prairie Farmer, and he went nuts. He actually did a slideshow on it. We added video of the time lapse of it going up. But when you think about the safety aspect and the design, it's kind of like, why didn't we think of this before? Although it'll be interesting to watch them raise and lower the thing, but eventually they'll keep it up, which is nice. <clears throat> I wouldn't want to bring that in temporarily and then bring it out. The other thing that's going to be interesting, and this is something we've kind of touched on before, I want to touch on again, though. We really haven't been able to see equipment at this capacity in one place live for two years. Sure, you might have made it to a dealer field day and seen a couple things over the last two years, but you haven't seen, and we have got two years of new tech. Well, that's that's a great point, and it's hard to summarize that because everybody wants to know what's new at the Farm Progress Show. Well, there's two years worth of new things that nobody has seen. You might have seen a Zoom video about it, or you might have seen, you know, you may have seen it at a dealer day, but you know, all the new things that have hit the ground since Commodity Classic of 2020, if you didn't make Commodity, maybe Louisville, and if you didn't make Louisville, it was Farm Progress Show 2019 is the last time any of these people and things were aggregated in one place. And so, you know, the the things that get unveiled between now and Tuesday morning at 8 o'clock in the morning, those will be new things at the Farm Progress Show, but there's already a huge roster of things that, that are already new that you haven't seen in person. And There's just something about standing next to it, talking to the engineer that designed it, literally kicking the tires and asking the questions and the the interaction and education and learnings that happen when you're standing there interacting with somebody in person is very, very valuable. And we're going to see it all. The new Hagee sprayer from Deer, which is all new. You've got the 360 rain from 360 Yield Center. Um, We've been talking to those guys, and we've seen that unit, but we haven't really seen the unit, which is an interesting way to treat your crop. You've got horse, which is something a lot of people don't know about, but they are going to bring their precision planting planter there, the new Maestro SP, I believe it is. Those are just a small hint, and we have a deal. We put four editors on the ground every year at the Farm Progress Show, divide the place up, and come out of the place with 100 new products. We did do that last year virtually and live to tell about it but we're excited to go back and see some of this stuff and really talk to the guys and tell these stories again so we may have way more stuff than we can show in the magazine and online it's just that big a deal well and and you know 
that the new case sprayer and then if yeah. you think about husker harvest days there's the whole northwest quarter of the show site which is all livestock stuff and those those guys are always coming up with innovative ways to whether it's safety or efficiency or you know keeping the livestock calm when you're working i mean there there's always new technology there so um you know from one end to the other of both of these shows and and i and i would say you know i am you know there were there were trade show people out there that said that trade shows weren't going to be fully back until 2024 you know you would be it would be a slow ramp up well farm progress show and husker harvest days don't look like that the the show sites are filling up really well and and you know so we're we're really excited and you know we sit here and and talk about all the exhibitors we've done surveys of the growers and the growers are excited you know the joke that i use is that everybody is tired of their houses and their spouses and they're ready to get out and and that is that is going to come true according to our surveys that the the growers are ready to get to a farm progress show and and you know the fellowship that occurs that that doesn't have anything to do with you or me or an exhibitor just just the interaction and 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 greeting old friends in person well we're doing some interesting stuff in the hospitality building at decatur we're changing that out people will come in there and it will not look like it did over the years which is a good thing but we'll be able to see max armstrong in there we've got an opportunity to meet some of the editors we're going to show the master farmers from prairie farmer there that's just in one place at husker harvest days over in the beef building between 11 and 1 between the livestock demos we've got uh doug ferguson mr cattle master will be on hand talking about cattle marketing we're bringing people in from the university of nebraska and also from the nebraska beef board to talk about how the consumer meet with the consumer so that's where filling up that livestock side i just re- look at the programming we're doing and then i think of all the things that bear will do and um syngenta and corteva and deer and case ih and you know case ih i asked them for some stuff and i'm still waiting for some teaser and so i really think there's a lot of cool stuff that that neither of us know about yet and actually there's one thing that i know about that's really cool that i can't even begin to whisper (laughs) about that's that that i'm really excited about but you you talk about that and and you know don't forget all the work that adm does adm is you know we're going to have a lot of lieutenant governors on one day and a lot of state directors and secretaries of ag on another day and there's there's some special things going on there that's going to make that attendance really big so you know those 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 noon shows that Max does in the in the hospitality building are going to be are I expect that building to be packed and and really the the redesign of the hospitality has a lot to do with the fact that that we need some room to put all the people so that the, everybody can comfortably be in there to to view all this and they'll be taping this week in agribusiness on site at farm progress show which is a lot of fun to watch too it's always it's a little bit of sausage making but it is kind of fun to watch max work yep that's exactly <laughs> right i got to work i got to watch max work last night and they and you know i, I tell my wife that i don't care if 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 I'm watching a trash collector, if it's somebody's excellent at their job, it is a pleasure to watch them do it. And they told Max, Max, we need about a minute. And, and he talked and it was a perfect stream and flow. And he hit all of his points and he finished. And the cameraman that was timing him said, yep, that's a minute, two and a half. It was just perfect. He just (laughs) nailed it. It was so cool to watch. It is good. Having been on the show with him a couple of times and watched the countdowns, it's crazy to see how that unfolds. Matt Youngman, anything else you think that a farmer should know if he's on the fence about making the trip to Decatur or Grand Island? Well, it's going to be fresh and new. And there's probably never been more unseen things at a trade show that opens, you know, when it opens at eight o'clock in the morning on Tuesday, August 31st, September 1st, September 2nd, and then all that road show goes up 74 across 80 two weeks later in Grand Island, Nebraska, September 14th, 15th, and 16th. We would certainly welcome everybody to come. 
I want to see everybody there. It's going to be a great time. We've been talking to Matt Youngman, events manager for Farm Progress, and uh, I'm going to see plenty of you over the next few weeks. <laughs> it's a pleasure. I'm looking forward to it. Yes, we're all excited about the return of live farm shows. I just finished the Live Farm Futures Business Summit this week, and seeing new faces and old friends was, frankly, fantastic. Every editor on the Farm Progress team is enjoying field days and more this season, in person. As for me, as an avowed farm show junkie, my trips to Decatur and Grand Island will be just what the doctor ordered. You've been listening to Around Farm Progress, our weekly look at agriculture across the United States with editors from the Farm Progress team and experts in our industry. Farm Progress is the nation's leading agriculture information source with 17 state and regional brands as well as farm futures, beef, national hog farmer, and feedstuffs and the Farm Progress Show and Husker Harvest Days. And speaking of those two live shows, mark your calendar for August 31st, September 1st, and 2nd for the Farm Progress Show in Decatur, and September 14th, 15th, and 16th for Husker Harvest Days in Grand Island, Nebraska. I hope to see you all at one of those shows. Join us next week as we continue our agriculture journey around the country. I'm Willie Vogt, Editorial Director at Farm Progress. Thanks for listening.